Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hello, and welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. And today we have all sorts of things we're going to get to in the surf, and it's going to be a little weird, and it might hurt a little bit, but I know you guys can handle it. So one of the things we have to look at as a super sensitive psychic person is all the energy coming at us. And usually on the show, we sort of break it up and look at little parts and pieces. And today we're going to look at sort of three areas that kind of affect our life, and they probably... Um, you probably have different examples of this over the course of your life from a little baby baby till now. And so we're going to do a little bit of timeline work with uh, the idea that sometimes you get cursed. <laughs> and sometimes it could have started out like a prayer or wishful thinking or something sort of positive, and somehow it turned a little bit negative or a lot negative. And how do you handle that? And usually the super sensitive psychic person can feel it. <laughs> and so I know I'm not talking to people who don't know what this is like. It has probably affected you in some way. And it can be something very simple where it's kind of a backhanded compliment. And maybe it's said over and over again throughout your life and then it kind of sticks and you kind of trip over it energetically and so outside of meditation it's a little bit hard to find your amusement <laughs> about it all but um, it actually happened to me today in real life I went to the store minding my own business doing I was checking stuff out not usually I'd try to do it myself but I was getting help by a checker and um I had all sorts of weird items and this person behind me had like one tiny thing and she saw me notice that, but like the checker was already doing their thing. So everything was in process and, you know, I can't keep track of everyone in the entire world, right? <laughs> so I, I just kind of looked at her and then all of a sudden as I'm moving things around on the, you know, turnstile thing or I don't know what it's called, <laughs> the thing where the groceries go past. And, um, oh, my God, all of a sudden these words are coming out of our mouth. And it wasn't a curse, like curse words, because, you know, I could understand that. But in the moment, and I'm in a big, you know, kind of department store that I won't name, but, like, uh, there's a lot of fluorescent lighting. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff happening. And these words coming out of her mouth, I could understand if they were, you know, like the bad words, but mm -mm, this was, these were other words and it wasn't like a different language, none of that stuff. These were curse words and curse words sometimes get closer to spell words. And so we don't really talk about, you know, witchcraft and wizardry on Surfing the Psychic Waves, but it's all a part of this big cosmos of energy. And some people kind of go to the dark side in this sort of 
way to move around energy. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying in the moment, from my perspective, it looked like everything was in process, just getting my groceries and getting out of here. And this other person looked like I was holding up the bus and I was holding everything back (laughs) from her checking out. I was in the way. And so the cursing part of it, you know, I can kind of laugh about it. Well, of course, I giggled as I hear the words, and I'm like, oh, my God, which only made her matter. So the person behind me was very mad. I'm trying to, like, move the cart out, put things in the cart, and hurry up and get out of there. And, of course, some, I know I was moving like a snail. It just is one of those things, and I'm sure all of you have experienced it, where, you know, you want to get out, and it's just slow motion. And so that little slow motion energy is another little clue that it's a little bit of the curse part of the words that were being said. So if we take take a step back and kind of look around our space, we can notice that people have been doing these kinds of things to us in a positive or negative manner throughout our whole lives. And so today we're going to get back in meditation. We're going to look at the energy in our space. We're going to use a couple of different tools today to kind of remove any of these sayings that have been coming at us, uh, things that we've noticed, things that we've heard, we remember. Other times for some of the smaller ages, you may not remember, but you can imagine the scenario. And I'd like you to just uh, not worry about remembering all the precise detail. What we want is to find the energy that's sort of hanging out in your aura or your body, and we want to release it and move on. And so there's no way to really stop the idea that somebody might say bad words <laughs> sometimes to your face, and you might giggle and make them matter. And so that's a natural response, the sort of... um inappropriate uh, laughter or giggling. That's an actual psychic defense thing that's happening. And many of us have this, and I'm sure we all have stories of where we laughed at the wrong time. And it's just one of the ways our bodies are just sort of dealing with the energy. And so again, no right or wrong. So was I wrong for giggling? I don't know, in her world, probably. (laughs) So it just, you know, the idea of right and wrong and that to me, moment. And uh, one of the things we're going to do in meditation today is really hang out in the center of our head. And you'll notice when you hit some of these different energy pieces, you might want to go to other parts of your body. And I'm going to keep bringing you back to the sixth chakra. And these upper chakras, the fifth chakra at the throat, sixth chakra at the head, or at the top of the head, the seventh chakra, they allow for you to observe energy without all the emotional stuff. And because some of this energy is old, we just want to get into present time as a a being, as a spirit, and we don't want to be torn back into the emotional stuff. If you might notice that some things have a bigger emotional charge than you thought, then at a different time, not right today, Um, give yourself a couple days, you can go back into meditation and take a look at what that all that was. But for right now, we're going to be moving a lot of different things around over different time periods. And so that's why we want to take a little bit of time to realize what was the big emotional thing that might have been lurking. (laughs) 
<laughs> behind all those curse words or not. Um, so sometimes we just have to kind of breeze through all of it very quickly, move a lot of energy out of the way. And then you start to see like, oh, yeah, there was some stuff there. <laughs> I mean, no one wants to say that they're cursed, but we all have those stories of how the family is cursed. <laughs> Everybody has it. So we're all doing this as humans all over the globe, all the time, and we don't need to, but it's just something that is a built-in defense mechanism left over from like, you know, Neanderthal times, I don't know. Uh, protect the cave, send out a curse, <laughs> something like that. So it sounds really funny, but in real life, it can be very debilitating. And again, the inertia shows up and you start moving in slow-mo quicksand or whatever you want to call it. And then it's not so good. So we want to take a deep breath. We want to get into the space behind our eyes. And we want to be in a place in the center of our head that is comfortable and relaxed and has a lot of space. So you can imagine the center of your head being really gold right now. Just go into that gold light You might have a little movie screen out in front of you that we're going to use today. And the reason why we keep coming back to the sixth chakra is because we want it to be about you. We don't really want to get into the story. Why this person did that thing and, and all of that. We just want to look at the energy and keep moving on and keep bringing it back to yourself and how much energy is around you right now that's in present time. I always want to know that. <laughs> and I always want to be in present time because that's when you have the most um, energy around you to use to move through the day. So just take a deep breath and notice that space in the center of your head. And then from the base of the spine to the center of the earth, we're going to connect to the center of the earth. We won't use earth energy too much today, except that it will be circulating through your space. So from the base of the spine to the center of the earth, just say hello to the earth. And you'll notice the earth starts to say hello back. So from the soles of the feet, you can start to feel some of that earth energy flowing through the legs, through the hips, into that first chakra. It's going to start to bubble up the spine, all those energy centers. I usually skip over all the energy centers because there's so many. <laughs> And there's so many we don't even talk about. But the first chakra has a lot to do with survival and the skeletal system. Second chakra has a lot to do with creativity and money. So there's usually a lot of curses around that. And then uh, third chakra, solar plexus, a lot of your get up and go energy and that fight, fight, fight. So you might want to notice that. Sometimes in dream time, we do a lot of stuff coming in and out of our body from the third chakra. Other times, uh, we leave our bodies out of other energy centers. But for now, third chakra is usually the 
dream space area. So there might be some of that. And then fourth chakra at the heart. Sometimes these curses go right there. <laughs> That's not fun. So um, you might want to notice just kind of where things sort of happen in your space, but you don't need to be worried because we're moving it out. And then fifth chakra at the throat. Uh, sometimes when people curse us, we turn around and curse right back. <laughs> so you could say that my little giggling was nervous giggle or was that a curse giggle? I don't know. So then in the sixth chakra center of the head, that's where all that lovely clairvoyance happens. You can see the curse coming, but you can't stop it, can you? <laughs> so there's lots of things about that, uh, seeing energy and being responsible for it. Um, that you can release today. Sometimes because we notice an energy, somehow we get stuck with being responsible and then the curse has a place to live. Yikes. (laughs) That is so scary. Uh, But we're moving it out, so don't worry. And then uh, seven chakra, top of the head. So another thing that can happen is that depending on the curse or you could uh, have somebody that jumps in that crown chakra at the top of your head. And um, that energy, we usually use it to display our leadership, bring people together, all that community activism kind of stuff, um, feeling at one with humanity. So one of the ways that Uh, being cursed affects us is it separates us in a global type of way. And so you might notice some things happening at the top of your crown as we go through different scenarios. So just take a deep breath and notice that like it can get really serious really fast (laughs) or you can just keep giggling and laughing because everybody's doing this. You're probably doing it when you drive and somebody cuts you off in traffic. So we're all doing this. And what we want today is to be in present time at the end of this. And we want to have a little more awareness because you don't need to do that. So if the person behind me at the big store wanted things to just move faster, you could just do a spell for that or do energy stuff to make things go faster. So... You didn't have to curse me. You could just make the energy move faster. (laughs) And that seems really simple in the moment to say it now. Uh, But in the moment, it's like that's not where you go. And so we want to be able to be present and respond to the energy in the way that we'd like in our most elevated state. And so to help us with that elevation is we're going to use a lavender energy. But before we do that, I'd like you to connect to the sun. We're going to be using a lot of solar light today. You can imagine our cosmic sun, a little representation of it above your head. And I'd like you to just let that sun start to flow into your body. It's like a big stream of light, golden light going down the back of channels of the spine the front channels of the spine, over the arms, over the shoulders, down the arms, up the palms of the hands, through the legs. It's going to keep going, some of it, not all of it, but some of it will continue down through the grounding cord. So you are kind of sitting in this cosmic and earth energy mix 
and you're kind of like a column of light. Great. And now I'd like you to just call in that aura in and around you. We have this all this other energy around our space. So above your head and below your feet, side to side, front and back. I'd like you to just imagine yourself in your aura bubble and it's really close to the body. Maybe 12 inches above and below, side to side, front and back. And I'd like you to just let that aura fill up with all sorts of gold energy. And then on the outside of that aura, we're going to have this lavender ring of fire. And you can imagine that sort of at the bottom of your feet area. You might be sitting or lying down. Just notice that you have a ring of lavender light around you. It might look almost white. And if it looks dark purple, let's just lighten it up a little bit. We want to use that lavender energy, that light purple energy, because it helps to transmute energy. So we'd like a change here. So instead of all those curses, we'd like it just to move, that energy to move to a golden light. This universal cosmic energy. And so out in front of you, outside of that lavender ring, I like you to imagine a little tornado. If it helps, you can imagine it on the movie screen out in front of you. When you're sitting in your sixth chakra, so this little tornado is going to vibrate at that lavender, maybe some wisps of gold in there, but it's cosmic energy. It's coming from the sun and it might look like a funnel. It might look very compact or sort of loose. It might look like a gold and lavender wind just sort of spinning around out in front of you, outside of your aura, outside the lavender ring. And what we'd like to do today is spin out any energy that has to do with any of those curses. We're going to look at all the times, those important times. Maybe people thought they were wishing you well or blessing you, giving you a blessing. They were praying over you, whatever that is. But sometimes a few question marks come up and then the backhanded compliments sort of start. And then real curse words get said. And then sometimes the way people are saying the words, it's kind of like a spell, like it's meant to do something. And then sometimes it's just straight up bad words that are coming out of the mouth. So usually when I say bad words or curse words, it's the kind of words you shouldn't say out loud when you were like five, you would get in trouble. Um, But these curse words kind of go in all directions. They can be a blessing or they can be something much negative. 
So we have earth and sun energy running through our space. We have our aura close to us. We're in the center of our head. We have this lavender light, a fire that is around us on the floor. This lavender light is helping us to be neutral when we look at these energies. The layers of our aura are filling up with golden light. And so as we release these curses, it's being filled in as fast as we release. It's not that it's burning up. It's more of a transmutation. And it's transmuting to universal cosmic energy. And it's transmuting all of this outside of your aura. So this tornado that's outside of our space, I'd like you to just notice as it starts to get bigger or smaller, move around a little bit. And so the first piece that we're going to look at here, and you might want to look at this from the sixth chakra center of the head. You're going to look at it from that movie screen out in front of you. I'd like you to think about any ceremonies that were around you, around your birth. Around your birth up until that one year birthday, that first birthday party. So at any time during that first year of you hanging out on the planet, someone, some well-meaning person might have said something about your family, you know, something about yourself and who you look like as a little tiny baby. And sometimes there's these questions about, oh, I hope they're going to do better than so-and-so in the family. (laughs) Maybe their life won't be so hard. I'm just sort of trying to use neutral words right now, but it's going to get a little harder as we go. Sometimes uh, as a baby, you're told that you look like somebody else in the family. Other times you're told that you don't look like anyone in the family. So either way, it's kind of a curse. Either you look like your grandfather or you look like none of your family members, which sort of points to other strange things. So how could you release that energy from that first year on the planet? How we do this is that we let anything that's not golden light might look like a little speck or sprinkling of little pepper throughout your space. It might look like actual hot peppers. (laughs) That's kind of how uh, a curse energy sort of shows up in my cartoon brain. Um, Or it could just be little specks of black pepper. And I'd like you to let any of those things start to fly out of your space. And because this is in the first year of your time on the planet, you may not remember all those um, memories of those parties or seen pictures of that time. You probably don't remember, but you might have had stories told to you. So even if it's super fuzzy, You can tell if there's sort of this speckling of energy happening 
maybe the back of your head because people are like obsessed with holding the baby's head. (laughs) Or maybe they wrapped you too tight in the blanket or, you know, there's different sort of energies about that. Uh, Little specks that are hanging around your space. All those little tiny comments. So as we know, as babies, your face is changing like hour by hour. You are literally growing in front of everyone. So if anyone says anything at all, it's like, that's not actually that positive. So anything that doesn't feel so great, that might seem like a blessing, that seems like something else, I'd like you to just release that into that tornado. You might notice a little sort of swish of energy from behind your space, below your feet, around your legs, around your head. Any time that somebody might have stared at you too long. In the meantime, you're just trying to grow. It's pretty funny. All this expectation sort of bubbling to the surface and all the comments. So any of those pieces of energy that are kind of like a prayer or a curse or wishful thinking, I'd like you to just let that release from your space into that tornado out in front of you. It's in the past and you don't need it. You're all grown up now, most likely. So just take a deep breath and notice different areas of the body behind you, side to side. Sometimes as an infant, we're communicating right from the heart space out to everyone. So any energy coming from the heart, just release that into that tornado out in front of you. You might notice that tornado get really big it spins really fast and then it starts to slow down lose its shape a little bit it might be more gold at one point or more lavender at another just notice that space now we're going to move on to all the times during school and kind of up until the time of being a teenager, because I think something is happening in the teenage years where you're so into your own world that, you know, people could be cursing you, but it's just like tomatoes going splat (laughs) to your aura. Like they can't get in because you're so in your own space. So I'd like you to Think about all those plays, recitals, anytime you were standing up in class before the teenage years sort of hit, any time of like show and tell or a presentation, anytime you had to read out loud, anytime you might have been sent to uh, have a talking to to the principal or someone in authority. Any time when you got caught, it could be for anything during school, any of the schoolyard stuff, 
sometimes it's either adults or children that are saying things to you or about you or just yelling at you. And when that happens, sometimes they don't know that they might be good at this curse thing. So we want to just release all of that. So if you notice that you're starting to curl up in a little ball, your shoulders are starting to slump over when I start saying the word school, I'd like you to just notice that there's some energy there and let some of that black pepper out of your space. And if they look like cartoon bell peppers (laughs) and hot chili peppers or something, that's fine too. Sometimes the back of the head, the ears, your eyes might be affected in those school year times. Another thing that seems to get affected with this sort of curse vibration is the nose. In those school years, we're just learning how to express different kinds of emotion on our face. And uh, the eyes and like staring at someone, rolling your eyes, any of those type of expression type of things might come into play. So I'd like you to just let any of that energy move off of your face and into that tornado out in front of you. And also like you to let any of that energy around the throat where you weren't speaking up loud enough or you were too quiet or you were too boisterous and you had you were being too loud talking to your friend in class. Anytime you got in trouble for laughing, giggling, any energy that's hanging around that fifth chakra at the throat, just let that come out and go into that tornado. Sometimes um, the teachers want to say all sorts of things, <laughs> but they can't because it's inappropriate and they love to tell everybody off, but they can't because they're supposed to be the, the person that knows everything is the instructor. So it becomes this very weird space of a lot of tension, a lot of things not being said. So anytime you might have wanted to curse your teacher for that homework assignment or whatever, I'd like you to just release any of those pieces out into that tornado. You might notice some energy in your legs, some energy in your arms. Anytime you were told to sit still, that can be a curse because now as an adult, you're probably sitting still and you don't need to do that anymore. (laughs) So any of that energy that's not in present time, I'd like you to just release it from your space into that tornado. It might look like little specks of pepper. And if you notice, just in these two sort of examples, 
we're looking at tiny specks of energy and they're not stopping you. But after two sort of sets of these kinds of energies, you can see how you don't need it. So let's let it go. All right. So as we move through the teen years and into, I guess, the college years or after high school type of years, I'd like you to think of any of the time, times that you might have interacted with sort of the higher ups. Sometimes that's at the university level. Sometimes there's expectations about where, where you should be as a student. It, it gets very serious, very fast. Other times it's uh, that energy of our first jobs and that first boss and those first uh, groups of coworkers or everybody sort of evaluating you. It's kind of this energy after the teen years where you're kind of looked at in a different way. You're almost being evaluated as an adult but there's not a lot of hope for your future, if that makes sense. Um, there's a lot of questioning about how are you going to get from A to B? How are you going to ever pay your rent if you can't even do this job? Like those kind of things. So any places in your space where you're also starting to turn yourself into a pretzel, maybe the back of the neck, back of the head, top of the back, like the angel wings, back there, you might notice that there's energy you can release into that tornado out there. It might have gotten really small, but there might be more energy for it to fill up with. So notice that golden tornado out in front of you, how it's spinning. There might be some lavender mixed in there. I'd like you to release any of that energy that's on your shoulders it's interesting because in this time of our life, in the that sort of 16 to like 24 year, years, there's a lot of energy that gets piled on the top of your shoulders, upper back. And sometimes they're just a lot of well-meaning sayings or wishes for you and your future. And that can be something heavy in your space when you're that age. So I'd like you to just release any of that energy, having concerns about your future or where your future is cursed. <laughs> Sounds horrible, but um, you can feel it at the top of the shoulders, the upper, upper part of the back. And sometimes there's an energy in the third chakra, in the solar plexus, that also releases in this area. And notice any energy coming out of that fourth chakra at the heart. And somehow there's this dance of energy that happens during those ages of being like your parents, being like your family, being your own thing. 
and and how do you navigate all of that? And then somebody throws a little curse. They're just like their father. (laughs) So I'd like you to release any of those energies that are flying around your aura, your body, your chakras. How you're not that original or how you're super original. And at that time of your life, your energy can't be contained anyway. And those little words are meant to try to contain you. But if you notice, they're just a whole bunch of peppers or little specks of black pepper. You want to check the back of your aura, your legs, your feet, your hands. Let that tornado out in front of you, collect all that energy, spin it out either back to the sun or the little point that might take some of it back to the center of the earth. That lavender light is letting you be in present time. And you have earth and cosmic energy running through your space. And you're coming back to the center of your head if you've been flying around. Just take another deep breath. And we're going to move on to another subject. And this one might be very dramatic or not at all. So it's any time that you were making a public commitment to another. Sometimes um, in those early 20s, there is sort of a move-in relationship or a marriage or some sort of marker of all your friends are getting married, you've gone to like 20 weddings. There's a lot of that sort of commitment type of energy flying around. And so whether you did get married, didn't get married, got married, already moved on, everything fell apart, it was a total disaster, or Uh, you did none of the above and avoided all of that, Uh, that sort of rite of passage that we sort of call marriage years, you can think of it as um, a time that comes with a lot of judgment. And the judgment part we're not really so concerned with, but what we're concerned with is any of the curses that might be hanging around that topic. So... Anybody saying, oh, my God, when is so-and-so going to get married? When are they going to settle down? When, 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 when? It's that idea that whatever your future looks like, it's not enough. And we're going to try to contain that potential that you have in some way and stuff you into this box like everybody else. So as you know, there's probably no marriage you know that's exactly like any other So I think we're all a bunch of individuals. So the curses don't work, but they hang out in your space. So I want you to look at any of that energy around the fourth chakra, any old loves that everybody wanted you to marry that person. And I don't know, you wanted nothing to do with them, but they all thought it would be a great idea. Um, Any of that type of you should have, you could have married that person, any of that. 
sometimes it turns into a curse. Sometimes people are cursing you to get married, <laughs> which is, defeats the whole purpose. So I'd like you to look for any of that uh, black pepper dust that might be in your space, in the fourth chakra, in the fifth chakra at the throat. Maybe you wanted to send a few curse words back. That never happened. I'd like you to just send any of that energy into that tornado. If there's any cartoon peppers hanging around in this area, I'd like you to just release that energy into that tornado out in front of you. Uh, any um, issues with wearing rings on your fingers because that means you're married or not married or then what is that ring? What does that mean? Uh, um, any like jewelry sort of issues, wearing a watch, not wearing a watch, somebody got that for their engagement, all, all of those types of signs that people would know that you're attached. I'd like you to just release that energy into that tornado. as super sensitive psychic folks you can change your space do anything you want at any moment (laughs) it won't matter if you have all the jewelry or none of it because you could change it tomorrow so the curse of the pressure of the having something to to do and cross off the list and get that done and hurry up and start a family (laughs) Whatever that is, I'd like you to just release that into that tornado. And even though you might have worked this space a lot, including myself, you'll still find some. There's still some aunt or uncle out there that is still commenting. The next topic, you might notice that the tornado's getting smaller again. Uh, the next next topic is sports. So I'm not a big sports fan, but I have been to a couple of different kinds of games. And when one team curses the other team, and then there's all that superstition, and then you want your team to win, but if you want them to win, that's sort of a curse. And then if you sort of think the other team's going to lose. Is that also a curse? It's like it's very confusing very fast. But in a way, um, the whole sports idea and going to games and rooting for your team, I think that's actually a very healthy thing. It's just that at some point it starts getting into curse land. So any energy that has you stuck on the superstition around your team that you root for, or other teams that you do not like, I'd like you to just release any of that energy. It might be in your aura. It might be in the second chakra. It might be at the first chakra, base of the spine. 
some of the sports stuff kind of generates an energy about what you could be doing with your body. So here comes a whole bunch of more curses into your adult life of why you're not a NFL star or whatever. So I'd like you to just release any of that energy into that tornado out in front of you. And I'd like you to just notice there's all sort of wisps of other kinds of curses and energy. If you drive to the game and park in the VIP parking lot, that's a thing. You probably got cursed. (laughs) But then if you took public transportation, you know, that's can be the same thing. You might have taken someone's seat and now you're cursed for taking someone's seat. So I'd like you to just release any of that sort of mixed up energy. Of sort of defending sort of other people's perceptions and all their curses all at the same time. Just watch that tornado get really big. There's lots of times in our lives where we get sort of involved in a big game or a big event like that. And a lot of energy gets generated. It doesn't really go anywhere. So any of the energy around being cursed or that superstition around sports teams or someone in your family that is very into it, I'd like you to release any of that energy into that tornado out in front of you. So if you wear the jersey and you watch the game, does that help? I'm not sure. I don't know. Because <laughs> prob- I probably didn't do that. But uh, maybe it did. I-, I can't say yes or no. But that dichotomy of winning and losing, I'd like you to just l- release that from your space. It might look like little pieces of black pepper, little speckles going into that tornado. might look like a bunch of jalapenos. But this curse energy sort of vibrates at that hot pepper type of energy, but it's very small. It's not a whole bunch of jalapenos. It's like one or two. So just take a deep breath. Notice that you can come back into that space behind your eyes. Notice that tornado is busy working out all that sports team energy. Our next topic here is all the workspaces and all the times you've had to have lunch with your coworkers. And I'm kind of whispering this because something happens when you eat food with people you don't know very well. Sometimes, you know, you work for someone with someone for many years and then suddenly you actually do have to share a meal and there's so many things that come out of that meal. There's things about manners, how they grew up, what are they shoving in their mouth now? I don't believe they just ate that or they're looking at you saying the same thing. Why are they chewing or talking with their mouth full? Don't they know that 
you know, there's mustard on the corner of their mouth. Like it gets very weird right away. So any of the lunches, the company dinners, those corporate events and all of the weird, embarrassing things that happen and then all the fodder for the office sort of gossip that comes out of it, some of that is going to be a curse. So I'd like you to release any of that energy from your space. There's really no right way to eat dinner with anyone or lunch or breakfast. We don't need to judge each other in that space. We can just hang out, enjoy the meal, share ourselves a little bit, talk about some funny stories or something. It doesn't need to be that difficult. But there's something about that little curse energy that makes everything hard. And then what looks like a joke turns into something that's kind of mean. So I'd like you to look for any of those spaces in your body, in your aura, in your chakras, in any body organ, where things just got a little mean, whether you were thinking about them those people from work could be a couple jobs ago, could be right now. Where it just kind of got mean. It felt mean. Maybe you were mean. Maybe you wanted somebody to not do so well, or they didn't want you to do so well. That competition gets generated, then a corporate dinner comes up. And then it's all over. There's a lot of different kinds of energies that kind of come into play. And you might notice that some of it sits on top of your shoulders with that responsibility. Sometimes it's kind of in the back of the heart where you're trying to be who you are, but these people are so weird. (laughs) You're turning into a monster. So any of that sort of energy. I'd like you to release that into that tornado out in front of you. You might notice different layers of your aura affected. Some of those bell peppers and jalapeno peppers and pepperoncinis are flying around your space in that aura. Sometimes it's just the speckle of that black pepper where it's kind of already squished down. It's already grated down to a fine little pepper mist. I'd like you to just release that into that tornado. Let that tornado do its work. Great. So just watch that tornado do its thing. You want to be watching from the center of your head. I'd like you to imagine a lot more of that cosmic light starting to flow into your space. 
You might notice a big golden sun above your head. I'd like you to start to bring that into your space even more where it's like 90% cosmic energy. And in fact, for the rest of today, I'd like you to keep that cosmic energy around. Keep bringing in a golden sun. Because these little tiny little energies that might be flying around your space, we can actually fill those in with cosmic sun, cosmic sunlight. And we transmute that energy from a lot less curses and just a lot more cosmic energy, universal energy that's neutral. So I'd like you to take another deep breath. Notice that space behind your eyes. And I'd like you to release that tornado that's out in front of you. And when you feel that energy of a curse coming back in some way, saying hello, or you go shopping for groceries, uh, you can come back to the space with this lavender fire around you, that tornado out in front of you, and just release them all over again. So thank you for surfing the psychic waves with me today. And Venus Antrecht is up next. surfing the psychic waves with me today on inflowradio.com you can find me on twitter at christina surfing or find me surfing the psychic waves on soundcloud or on facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing this show is brought to you by inflowradio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.